0: Is the final frontier for finding Bigfoot space... If humans and animals all came from the sea, why can't I swim? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This Paranormal Life. hey Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to This Paranormal Life, the podcast where every week we dissect a different paranormal tale, claim Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. or beast, and we get to the bottom of whether it is true or whether it is false. Exactly. Today, you are being joined by your two favorite paranormal investigators in the whole wide world. My name is Kit Greer. This guy's name...
1: He's Rory Powers. Powers, that's great, yeah, we were trying to do like a double team thing there and I think it worked out, I mean this was the 7th take and I still kind of got it off, but I feel like that's the best we're going to get tonight, so maybe and just power I feel power like through. after 6, I said for the last time, don't talk over me.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, as usual, we're back with the doozy and as usual, we're just going to dive right into it. Kaploosh! Well, you know, guys, last week, Rory just blew the lid on the Roswell case and needless to say, ruffled more than a few feathers up on Capitol Hill That's and shook down more than a few MIBs in the Pentagon. As soon as Rory hit upload on that last episode, we both threw our phones into the Thames because it was only a matter of time until we got droned.
1: Exactly. I went into hiding under my bed, (laughs) not anywhere particularly, you know. I'm a poor man. I'm a poor, scared man who rarely leaves the flat. So when Mm. I go into hiding, it's under the bed. And and the MIBs (laughs)
0: did raid your house multiple times no one checked the bed movie style you're watching their their shiny leather shoes just like pacing around the room talking about where you could be but they just never thought
1: they never thought and I was playing Game Boy SP loudly (laughs) and they didn't even think to check you had magnifier on you had all those
0: like (laughs) weird 90s accessories (laughs) you had like it hooked up to those giant speakers on the side I was Game Boy printing pictures of their faces (laughs) it was insane and still they didn't find me but this This week, we're talking about something less classified, but more mysterious. Mm. So thanks to Harry King for this particular suggestion. And as usual, like I said, we're going to dive right in. You're a king among men, Harry. Thank you. The year? Irrelevant. But it's 1985. The place? Rotherham, England. I'm on board. And Ron and May Hall watch in horror as their home of 27 years goes up in flames and firefighters run to save it. Okay, wait, what? The (laughs) cause, there's the sirens. Okay, let me try that again.
1: Under the bed, everyone under the bed. (laughs) They're back for round two. You pull out your SP, (laughs) 3DS and Nintendo
0: Switch. It's gonna be a long night. (laughs) The cause? Chip pan in the kitchen. Well, by the time the fire was extinguished and cool enough to walk around, the right. place was torched. Whatever wasn't burned to a cinder was smoke damage beyond recognition. They walked through the house, seeing if anything survived. This is why I don't cook my own meals.
1: <laughs> I don't cook anything. I'm afraid of fire. You, so you just eat raw food? I nuke it in the microwave. That is cooked. What? <laughs> I thought I was eating sushi. <laughs> Fire is dangerous. Fire is man's oldest foe, and I'm not a strong enough man to tame the beast. I don't. The cook only with thing it.
0: that can conquer man's oldest foe is man's greatest friend, a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rory unloaded a, a truck of huskies into the burning building. Did not end well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and to their bewilderment, all that remained was a single painting—a simple portrait of a young boy crying and staring right out of the picture hung on the wall the fire didn't even touch it it was completely unscathed here's what the portrait looked like for your own information Rory. okay
1: okay wow okay so i'm seeing a little boy here mm-hmm. small small head like a boy <laughs> um two eyes hair like a boy yeah he is crying he does look visibly upset not overly dramatic kind of like dead-eyed crying yeah there's something mysterious about his sadness this it, it faintly looks like he has a halo by the way mm-hmm. i don't know if you notice that or he, if that's supposed to be part of it he's definitely supposed to be a very adorable child he's like you very, really skipped over the halo thing there yes <laughs> he is crying yes but the halo very adorable right and wings on his back <laughs> harp <laughs> crucified
0: You're not mentioning a lot of the key aspects of this picture. To be fair, there is a halo. I actually didn't notice that to begin with. Unbelievable. Um, (laughs) But it doesn't come up. Just to give you a taste of what this painting looked like. I mean, weird painting to hang in your house, by the way. Yes, which we will get to. The couple didn't read much into this until Ron's brother, Peter, who's a firefighter, made a connection, a connection that would ironically create a media firestorm so great no one could put it out. Upon seeing the portrait, he said, and and by the way, I'm just gonna, you know, I've never been to Rotherham, but I did do some research, so I'm gonna try and do a period-correct, you know, Thatcher-era Rotherham accent. I appreciate that. You know, the other guys in the team have said the same thing. They get called out to fight fires, and by the time they can put it out, the only thing left is the crying boy. What? It was this connection that meant the Hall family's story quickly shot past local news and into a highly reputable national paper called The Sun. (laughs) The government.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it bypassed news and went straight to the president. (laughs) Wait, so is the idea that multiple houses have burned down and this picture has jumped from house to house? So they didn't even know this was in their house? No, no, no. Not the same. Just, they happened
0: to own the same portrait.
1: So there's there's more than one?
0: Yes. That's right. The Sun. Just about the only bastards left with the balls to print headlines about the paranormal in this day and age. So their headline read, Tears for Fears. The portrait that firemen claim is cursed. Through their research, they discovered the country was on the precipice of a curse epidemic. Because if this story was true, there was somewhere between 50,000 to 250,000. That's right, a quarter of a million of these paintings in homes around Britain at the time. Why are there so many of them? They're awful. Department stores all over the north of England were smashing these out. People were snapping them up faster than firefighters could stop these blazes.
1: I don't want a picture in my house of a crying anything. (laughs) Except maybe devil. (laughs) Because he's the bad guy crying hitler <laughs> crying stalin crying devil all fine all fine crying They're good. Boy, yeah. no he's probably a good boy i would assume so by birth they are <laughs> demon boy fine if he has a halo
0: he's probably fine you would think you'd hope so yeah i'll be honest i don't really touch too much upon this in this entire story why people want a, a painting of a crying child i have no idea Yeah, and since they opened Pandora's box on this one, they received a ton of letters and calls from people with matching stories, people whose houses had burned down six months after buying the painting, friends and relatives who had suffered fires after picking his portraits up. One Brian Parks, whose wife and children were in hospital for smoke inhalation returned home to find the crying boy the only thing left standing in his house before he smashed it into pieces. But it wasn't. You
1: did this, boy! (laughs) (laughs) After it was like, it's like the firefighter's like, we can actually trace it back to a lit cigarette that you left on the mantelpiece, sir. Boy! Don't say another word. I know it was the painting. Your wife
0: and child testified from their hospital beds that, that you left a chip pan, oven open, microwave, going, cigarette cigarettes in the ashtray, sat on the sofa. And they said, please, father, do not leave us in this death trap. And I said, I'm going gambling i said want to see me blow a fireball (laughs) he starts blowing cigarette rings you know like blowing (laughs) smoke rings
1: but somehow they're flames (laughs) (laughs) they're screaming but like gandalf style it's an entire ship that goes out
0: (laughs) that's insane this is so so mad his wife is like i never should have married someone from a circus (laughs) But it wasn't just fires. People claimed other misfortunes befell them. The son printed a letter by Mrs. Rose Farrington from Preston. She claims since she bought the picture decades previous, her entire family died one by one. She'd always wondered if she was cursed. One woman said her 11-year-old son had caught got his private parts on a hook shortly oh. after buying the
1: painting. <laughs>
0: I don't know
1: (laughs) how she thought that was related. I'm okay if you don't want to elaborate on that one. Yeah.
0: I'm all right. I don't. People claimed that even upon trying to destroy the paintings themselves, the paintings simply wouldn't burn. But whilst professionals were not convinced of anything paranormal, they also couldn't explain what was happening. The man who originally made the connection between the fire in Rotherham and the other fires in the area involving the crying boy said he had personally counted around 50 similar incidents since 1973 and just believed it was chance. But he was not able to explain why the paintings were untouched. 50
1: similar incidents. A boy got his nuts caught in the door. <laughs> oh, another boy in a keyhole.
0: Press conference. Excuse me, sir. Was it
1: the same boy? <laughs> uh, We have not checked this yet. <laughs> boy... But every year the boy does get older. <laughs> <laughs> is that a many will be preserved. This press statement is over.
0: I've actually got a video here made by the BBC, but they actually tried to burn one of the crying boy images. And that's actually a good test because if it burns, so you'll what you will notice from this video is there are more than there's more than one type crying, of crying boy painting. That's a
1: different boy than I've seen crying. Yeah, Just so, really worrying. So it was
0: it was a a a series of paintings created in the 70s and 80s.
1: And guys- What fr- was the news? What was the news at this point in time that <laughs> slowly burning a painting of a crying child was worth <laughs> tax, broadcasting? Tax money, yeah.
0: So- for everyone listening at home, what we just witnessed was one of these Crying Boy paintings. They lit fire to a corner pretty substantially. I'd say and it so. got a good amount of flame going and it looked like it was going to burn up uh, the corner of the image. And then it kind of just petered out about 30 seconds later.
1: Yeah. And the,
0: and the actual boy is untouched. He's intact. He's intact. The boy is intact.
1: He's also got a much more smug look. Yeah, he's actually stopped crying and raised a middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> halfway through the burning process I think his tongue is out you know i think they half-assed that bad boy if you want to see whether this this little little demon boy burns right i'm going at that thing with an elon musk level flamethrower wow. yeah i'm gonna petrol bomb that child <laughs> <laughs> do not quote me on that I thought you were gonna
0: say at elon musk spacex level <laughs> rocket launch we're gonna put that thing under oh, the, the base
1: of one of the falcon heavies he won't burn, I will freeze him. I will launch this boy into the outer reaches of the atmosphere. And if that doesn't
0: work, we will um, Megatron him and put him to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. The Mariana Trench. <laughs> so there were people of science, but for those who thought something else was happening, they delved deeper and tried to find out just where these paintings came from. And this is where... The plot thickens. The original painting in Rotherham was signed G. Bragolin, but further digging revealed that this, in fact, was a pseudonym of a Spanish painter, Bruno Amadio, which was also a pseudonym oh, Jesus. of a Franco-Séville. This made the work almost impossible to trace, and art historians kept hitting dead end after dead end, all the while... The South Yorkshire Fire Service were issuing statements to try and calm the hysteria surrounding the paintings. They said, quote, and and uh, like before, I'm going to do, um, I did a little research on the the pronunciation here. So I'm going to do a period correct um, local Yorkshire, South Yorkshire accent. You can accent do a Yorkshire this. accent? Yeah. It actually took a little bit of practice, but. Oh my um, God. I'm really impressed. But actually, I I did a lot of speech and drama growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually um, trained as shit.
1: I know you did. You paid to go to RADA. Yeah. No one. I mean, people usually pay, but you paid a lot of money. They,
0: they said, if you get a million retweets and you pay us a million pounds, fine, you can come. And
1: <laughs> you they, added RADA on Twitter saying, what's a boy got to do to learn to act? And they said a million retweets. They didn't know I was
0: friends with the best in the business <laughs> uh, who hooked it up. All right, let's hear it. Look. It's just becoming more frequent, but it is entirely coincidental that the same painting is at each fire. For example, the most recent one, it was an electric heater set a bed on fire. It just so happens that the painting was there. That they- <laughs> was pissed, <laughs>
1: <laughs> My <laughs> teachers would be ashamed. <laughs> All those years at RADA for nothing. <laughs> My
0: co-students would be pissed off to hear this cumberbatch fast bender of the lot it just so happens the painting was there they're printed on high density hardboard that's why it's not igniting but this did shit all to assuade people's fears the sun told people that if you send us your crying boy we'll dispose of it well, 6 weeks later, they had over
1: 2,500 paintings stacked in their office. Oh my god. It was officially registered as the most flammable <laughs> office building in all of London. It basically erupted into flames <laughs> immediately. All boys intact.
0: They they had the the smarts to at least contact the kind of London Fire Service, local fire service and say just so you know, we're going to light 2,500 uh, pictures on fire in our office, or yeah. on the roof of our office, and they said, F- off, basically, <laughs> you're not doing that anywhere in London. Um, so they brought them to Reading. Okay. Reading were fine with that. And they lit the pile on fire, running the headline, Sun Nails, Curse of the Weeping Boy for Good. What a mental headline. <laughs> this was before they discovered racism. Right. So they, like... You know, before they didn't know
1: what they were doing.
0: Yeah. But before like, you know, all the the, all the racist headlines, they were just running like paranormal headlines. It was a golden age. (laughs) But was it for good? The mystery still remains about the origins of this painting.
1: You know what I'm worried about? You know, we we got we got a painting here Mm -hmm. that's causing a lot of houses to burn down. We got a paranormal curse. Yeah. And what happens when people start talking about the paranormal, the government get involved? How long is it before some American general wants to weaponize the boy? We're talking about <laughs> night aircraft carriers dropping thousands of boys on the enemy lines and watching it go up in flames like napalm. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just imagining an
0: underground uh, testing facility where they... They're trying to make the saddest boy. <laughs> so- trying to paint the saddest boy (laughs) they bring in the world's (laughs) greatest painters lined up like thousands of monkeys on typewriters just
1: painting sad boy after sad boy millions (laughs) of canvases can you imagine like finally getting to the opportunity to go to like Area 51 and find out all the government secrets. And you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna see like the uh, the aircraft that crashed, crashed at Roswell. I'm gonna find like an alien spaceship or something. And as you're walking down the hallway with, you know, the general that's brought you there, he's kind of giving you the intro speech and he's like, <laughs> legend has it that years ago, Picasso painted the saddest boy. And you're like, <laughs> <It's-> wait, what? <laughs> A boy so dangerous, he would bring death to nations. You're like, I, can I actually just go? This wasn't what I what I thought it was going to be. This is the shittiest season of Stranger Things ever. This sucks. Van Gogh painted a boy so sad, he went insane and cut <laughs> off his own ear.
0: I like the idea that as you're painting it, like as you just add tier after tier, just like embers start bursting
1: out in different pockets of your apartment. Until it's done, and then the whole thing burns down and only the boy remains. Yeah, you're consumed by the flames.
0: The mystery still remained about the origins of this painting. But unfortunately, it was the 80s. People were more interested in hairstyles and banking than in paranormal investigation. Right. Plus, everyone had to communicate via pigeon. But thankfully, the internet was invented in the 90s,
1: and interest in the legend of the crying boy was revived. You can't burn that shit, people. You can't burn the internet. The, it's the boy's Achilles heel. <laughs> he thought he had everything all wrapped up. People were able to research even further into this and started
0: working on yu gi oh combinations <laughs> like I shit you not Like if you put a, a crying boy painting Next to a crying girl painting Does it bring you good
1: luck Is it a bad luck Right Why are there crying girl paintings <laughs> People need to paint nicer things Yes yeah, They do That's insane One researcher An author spoke to in a acu- Yes Sorry <laughs> just, I thought you were going to be Part of me was hoping You were going to be like They're trying out Different combinations If you <laughs> Put a crying boy painting Next to a dark magician <laughs> <laughs> if you, you, you were able to deal fifty attack points. If you send a crying boy to the shadow realm, <laughs> you actually burned it down and restored your mana. <laughs> I was mixing uh, Magic the Gathering there with a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh. So. too many Yu-Gi-Oh references in this damn podcast. I know.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
1: licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh,
0: Zonkatar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonkatar can sign up for BetterHelp together.
1: Give it a shot. And whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com Paranormal Life.
0: Oh. Well, one researcher and author spoke to an occult expert and retired teacher, George Mallory in Devon. He successfully traced the painting back to Franco Seville, a.k.a. Bruno Amadio, a.k.a. G. Bregolin in Madrid. Wait, so they found the actual dude who painted the painting? George Mallory, this, this researcher, says that the painter told him his inspiration was a street urchin running around Madrid in the 60s. It was then the local priest told the painter the boy was Don Bonillo and that the boy had run away from home after watching his parents die in a blaze. Whoa! whoa. The priest said, under no circumstances help the little boy, for wherever he goes, mysterious fires burn. The other villagers called him
1: Diablo. (laughs) And Mucho (laughs) Cayente. This is all falling into place very conveniently. But of course, say. Seville could
0: not resist helping the young boy in need, so he took him in. But one day, Seville returned to his studio to work on a portrait. He found the building in flames. <gasps> and of course, Don Bonillo was nowhere to be seen. The
1: story. <laughs> of course, Don Bonillo was slightly to the left with a book of matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: The story goes that Seville was also deemed cursed by association with Don Bonillo. Right. And this would explain, if true, the fact that he had to change his name two more times. Trying to escape the
1: curse to confuse it. Well, just to sell paintings. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. I didn't think about that. (laughs) When I get cursed, you know, I get like, I get fake passports made. I have to leave my family, my wife and kids. I go into hiding the bed under it specifically. And uh, the curse... Well, it's always two steps ahead, basically. Yeah, yeah. it finds me. She finds me. (laughs) She. Mom. What a mean thing to call your mom. The curse. I try and hide from her, but the curse finds me. (laughs) Tells me to go to bed and eat my goddamn vegetables. (laughs) The curse kind of is stuck with me because uh, she birthed me. (laughs) So until I'm
0: 18, (laughs) gotta live with the curse. And the story that Mr. Mallory told this researcher ends in Barcelona in 1976 when police arrive at the scene of a brutal car crash. The car bursts into flames on impact, killing the driver. Inside the glove compartment, they found a driver's license for a 19-year-old,
1: Don Bonillo. Oh my god. This is a weird one. <laughs> I don't even know what the point is you're trying to prove anymore. It's like
0: I've just, <laughs> instead of providing evidence, I've just given you a badass story. Yeah. It's-
1: <laughs> That's all it is.
0: <laughs> and this takes us up to the present day of crying boy legend. Yet we're still left with so many questions. Like, why did anyone want the painting to begin with?
1: That's a really good question.
0: Tellingly, The editor at the time of The Sun and the fire chief in Rotherham were both jokingly given crying boy paintings, I think one on retirement and then one just when he worked at The Sun. Right. And and both said, like, get it out of my sight, get it out of the office. Um, So whatever they said about what they believed or how rational they thought, they were genuinely spooked by these paintings.
1: Yeah. You know what? I don't think there's any shame in that. I think you can firmly not believe in curses and still not want to walk underneath a, a ladder. smash a mirror i think that's fine yeah i mean it's i think it's It's called playing it safe
0: uh we've talked about it before i think it's called pascal's wager it's like you know i call
1: it playing it safe
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that's if you have the choice between you know if you let's say if you if you don't believe in god and so you're not really scared of going to heaven or hell right but pascal's wager was basically you might as well pretend to believe in god because if it's true you're screwed otherwise. You got, yeah, exactly nothing to lose. So in this case, you may not believe in the curse of the crying boy, but probably don't buy
1: one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't.
0: I'd avoid Even that on thing. the basis of what we've just discussed today, I wouldn't have one in the house. No. And I mean, why would you want one? It's crazy. This is one of the weird things about this story was how I kind of emotionally attached to these paintings people were. Right. People kind of like even in the like things would happen regarding it and they would kind of admit this and be like but I really like it and I don't want to get rid of it. I've had it in my house for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if this little halo boy has some weird effect on people but my
1: desktop wallpaper is the crying boy. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know he actually has kind of beautiful little eyes or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people see in him. <laughs> my bicep <laughs> you see a, a little boy <laughs> just blinks when you flex. <laughs> Tears running down your biceps. He's winking and crying. It's confusing. (laughs) Immediate thoughts. This is strange. This is very strange. One thing to consider. Uh Uh-huh. Now, obviously, this painting does not burn. we established that. I'm assuming it's most likely because of the material that the painting is made out of. And then that would mean that the reason it's the link uh, between all of these different Uh, incidents with fire is because you know if there was another house that burned down there's going to be no other paintings that survive it. Yes. So what we're seeing is a link because obviously this painting doesn't burn. It's like when you when you phone the wrong telephone number they always pick up the phone. Right. But that's because if they didn't pick up the phone you wouldn't know you dialed the wrong telephone number. That's true. So it's the same with this painting. The only reason it stands out is because the painting doesn't burn. Right. There could have been Loads of other house fires that aren't seen as suspicious because all the paintings burn. Why
0: specifically? Why these paintings didn't burn? I mean, the the Yorkshire police did give (laughs) the statement they are made from a particular type of hardboard that does not burn. Yeah, it's it's pretty scientific. It seems to be basically the shittiest, cheapest painting that the, the department store was selling which is why they were so popular right, right they're probably right. super cheap I, I have no idea definitely it definitely still seems statistically odd that it's in you know it sounds like dozens potentially hundreds of fires because uh, in the comments of some of these articles people were like i mean how many houses burned down in a given year in the uk that's a good point yeah i'd you like know? to know
1: that yeah it kind of seems that definitely seems weird yeah was there like a spike in annual house fires? when the boys were released into the world but that would be good to know or did the amount kind of stay the same but mm. there was just a lot of boys in the world now <laughs> every other house had a boy i think in terms of like global
0: affairs things have kind of uh, gone downhill over the last couple of decades i'd say so um, so is this something to do with the boys i'm not saying no the story
1: of don bonillo i'm sorry Wait, where where, where did this story come from again <laughs> I feel like that's a question you don't want me to ask, but I, I, I really need to know. That was passed on. Bad start. <laughs> that
0: was passed on supposedly from the painter to George Mallory in Devon this um paranormal researcher right, basically okay. this researcher claims that he was told that from the painter seville that he you know this guy had to change his name a couple times and, right right right, right. And and the, to get rid of the curse and the domino yeah died yeah, makes, in a car the, crash The car crashed. Yeah, yeah yeah in a flame flaming car crash because I mean, that's a f-
1: pretty badass way to go. Driving down the street, hundo miles per hour, and your car explodes. <laughs> that <clean undo. laughs> that's yeah. how I want to go. Crying boy in the trunk, a picture, obviously. <laughs> Crying boy behind the wheel, me, obviously.
0: <laughs> Needless to say, there's not a lot of evidence for this case. Okay. Um, I, I think we can probably start making some conclusions. I think that's safe. Um, If you had to come down... On a yay or a nay, as to whether the particular case of the curse of the crying boy was paranormal or not, what do you think?
1: Um, I mean, we only saw one video of the BBC trying to burn one. Mm. And it wasn't burning, again, as we said, probably largely due to the material it was made out of. Yeah. Until I see a graph that shows that the the release and the sale of these boys caused some sort of particular spike in house fires across the UK then I will reconsider this case and have the discussion as to whether or not it is paranormal. I think in this situation, I'm going to say that it is a no from me. Unfortunately, the boy survives fires. I don't think he causes them. Um, I know I begged
0: up the sun earlier. The sun is garbage. Right. Um, it definitely does not bode well for this story that the sun basically created this story. Oh really? Popularized it? Well, they popularized it. They were the people so, that yeah. got the word out there and got everyone talking about it and connecting the dots.
1: And then collected all the boys. Yeah. And burnt them.
0: <laughs> Which created huge publicity
1: for them. Fair play to them. Fair play to you.
0: I think it's going to be a no for me. All right. I think that's it's fair. fair to us to to say that these boys were not causing fires. They simply survived them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Look, they're not always going to be yeses, guys. All right. We had Roswell roswell is it getting hot in here (laughs) oh boy um we have roswell that's a yes sometimes you got to look at the small ones it's true the boys (laughs) but a a tremendous
0: tip and a really fun story so thank you so much to harry king for sending that one into us uh if you have any of your own uh hot or nuclear takes on this particular case please send those in to this Paranormal Life Podcast at gmail.com That's right. You can always hit us up in the socials on Twitter at thisparanormallife on facebook.com forward slash thisparanormallife and of course in the secret society <laughs> 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 Listen. Shut um, up. <laughs> listen and shut up. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's a very tight-knit group. We, we only let we only let the most reliable people into that group the people who can really keep it shut and that's why there's (laughs) almost 2,000 people in that group exactly that's right so
1: 2,000 tight-lipped woke little sheeple
0: yeah yeah and and listen and uh, don't think we don't have RFID trackers on all of those people that's right in their
1: necks that's how you get in don't ask us how bagged and tagged (laughs) welcome on board catch and release (laughs) gonna be the worst most expensive ride of your life we lose a lot of people at the door
0: <laughs> and as always if you do want to support the podcast um we don't run advertisements the only way to support the podcast if you're interested is our patreon that's at right patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life over there we offer research notes on all of the cases that we that we cover on this podcast um from just two dollars a month you can also get into bonus episodes that's right c- cases that just aren't covered on the main podcast we will cover on those bonus episodes and then you can get into merchandise praise rat t-shirts um lombardi liquid of the dead and more now it would actually be a pretty good time to shout out some of the very special patrons who have been helping us um all along over the last few months so a special thanks
1: to tom rodenby buzz buzz thanks tom rodenby (laughs) Don't forget to beehive yourself out there. Whoa! Thank you, LL. LL Cool J?
0: The LL Cool J? Damn, I didn't know you were a listener. Good Googly Moogly, a celebrity at uh, Patreon. Amongst uh, supporter. us. That's Thank crazy. you, LA.
1: L- <laughs> Thank you, LL, for the contribution. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Los Angeles! <laughs> Thank you, too, Luke Kelly. Luke Kelly. The man whose stomach shakes when he laughs like a bowl full of cream. That's right. It doesn't shake at all because his abs are rock hard. It's
0: actually ripped as shit.
1: (laughs) Santa comes down your chimney. Luke Kelly kicks in the front door. And his present? A smoking hot bod. Says here he's 12. Ah, (laughs) shit. (laughs) The last thing this podcast needs is another crying boy. (laughs) This podcast needs another lawsuit <laughs> Thank you too, Gabrielle Lou it's pronounced gabrielle lou but spelt gabrielle lou with an x on the end and gabrielle i just want to say i would i would pronounce that hard x mm. or a, you know gabrielle lou x
0: right you know that's
1: a cool that's a powerful way to end your name it's just right. a suggestion you know it worked for the iphone x i think it could do wonders for gabrielle for gabrielle
0: yeah Could you change your name every year <laughs> this year I'm happy to announce Rory Powers S, slightly faster, (laughs) slightly improved.
1: Like he says the model changes every year, but he's still a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) He, He never changes. He just costs more money. It's like the opposite of the iPhone upgrades as well. It's like this year, the Rory X, slower, fatter, bigger than ever before thank you too Ben Harowitz Ben Harrow's gotta keep his wits about him because the miBs are on his tail that's right when you contribute to the this Paranormal Life patreon you get put on a list brother <laughs> a list for life and you know what that the name of that list is called aiding the baddies <laughs> Aiding and, and abetting, and you're on it now, partner.
0: <laughs> we handed ourselves in probably somewhere around episode
1: thirty, and since then we've been keeping wires on all of y'all. Yeah, the whole Patreon sting is basically just the electronic version of a wire. We're we're making a list. <coughs> Thank you too, Jay Greasy.
0: Jay Greasy has got the right idea. He keeps himself greased up, so we can
1: we can <laughs> elude the grasp of the goddamn feds. They grab his wrist, he slides right <laughs> out. They try and suplex him, they launch him into the sky.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank you to George Holland. You know what's legal in Holland, George? P-p-p-p- smoking the truth. <laughs> Talked about it on the podcast before, but uh... Is it? Yeah, you know... <laughs> smoking... Inhaling some of that <laughs>
1: sweet sweet Afghan truth. <laughs> and we know you're curious to try it George <laughs> to take a puff on that sweet truth Jay <laughs> and blast off. And thank you lastly but not leastly to Oscar Hardman Walcroft. Oscar Weakman Wallsoft. <laughs> <laughs> voted softest man in America from birth to now <laughs> Oscar is the, a pl- what a mean doctor submitted
0: that infant <laughs> into that competition
1: it is a pleasure to shake your your delicate little hand um thank you so much so much for the contribution we appreciate it immensely so thank you don't uh, beat me up
0: because <laughs> i'm somehow weaker than you <laughs> thank you so much to everyone who has pledged on patreon thus far um we really couldn't do it without you um If you have not heard your name shout out just yet, that is because we are getting to it. It's coming. And we do have a list of um, names coming up to shout out in future episodes. Um, So thank you so much for listening again to this episode. Until next Tuesday, remember to live live fast, fast, die always,
1: and die die young. young. Don't forget the investigating part. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just live fast and die. Yeah. Investigate. Bye. (laughs) Listen
0: to this ACAST show ad free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.